You're listening to Meet Me at the Tzomet, the intersection, with Jewish Connectivity's Rabbi Arnie Samlin, a Jcast Network podcast. For more information about Jewish Connectivity and Rabbi Samlin, please visit jewishconnectivity.com. For more information about other Jcast Network podcasts and blogs, please visit jcastnetwork.org. Shalom, this is Arnie Samlin, Rabbi Life Coach, welcoming you as we meet at the Tzomet at the intersection, the intersection between real-life challenges and Jewish values and texts here on the Jcast Network. So I want to speak with you a little bit about the whole idea of paying back. You know, we talk a lot about paying back, paying forward. What does all that mean? I think what it means is that we don't get involved in relationships that are one way. Being part of a community, a family, even just a friendship, has to be two ways or it just frankly doesn't really work. For a while, it may help our ego to feel well, knowing that we can give someone something and that they can't give anything in return. But after a while, it really does get old. I want to give you an example of something that happened to me a long time ago. I had been working in an agency, and for many years, this one particular individual came to the agency for what it was we provide, which was support for this person's professional development and learning, and to help them be better at the work that they did. Well, this person not only needed that type of support, but over the course of time became so comfortable with us that he started to tell us other things that he needed on a personal front. Areas where he was dissatisfied with his personal life, problems he was having with his kids, even walked us through his mother's final illness and came to us for that kind of emotional support. There was never any expectation of return in any way, shape, or form, but nonetheless the relationship was there and there would be at least some implicit expectation that this person would also be there for us. Lo and behold, time passed, and through a series of events, I ended up not having a job. And this particular person came up to me, we happened to bump into each other, and said, Oh, you know, Arnie, things are so tough. And he began reciting his usual litany of all the problems that were going on in his life. And then said, And recently, I lost this part-time job that I had had. And, you know, you've always been wonderful. Can you help me find one? I turned to him and said, well, that's interesting because I just lost my job too. And I could really use some help and some support. To my absolute shock, this person, without saying another word, gave me a very strange look, turned around and walked away from me as if I had somehow insulted him in some terrible way. My first response was to be very angry, obviously, like, after all I've done for you, etc., etc. I didn't voice any of that, but felt it. But then I began to feel really sorry for him. Not because of his job loss, because I was, frankly, feeling mine as well, if not more so, but because this person had become so needy that he had forgotten that he was part of a relationship and part of a community. All he was concerned about at that point was the emptiness that he was feeling. 
it was sad, not for me, but for him to not be able to continue in any kind of relationship or to be able to give anything of it meaning back to someone who had been supportive of him. And I realized that if he is that way towards me, a relatively casual business acquaintance, what must it be like to be a person's, that person's close friend or family member or spouse? It must be a very difficult situation for him and for those around him. I was thinking about it in the context of a Jewish practice that says that a person must always give tzedakah, always give money and help to those who are in need, financial need and other. The law actually states that regardless of whether a person himself or herself is receiving charitable funds, they must always give to others, meaning there are always those with equal or worse needs. And regardless, we all have to remember to give, even if we happen to be at a time when we are forced into taking. This person who I mentioned didn't understand that law and didn't understand why that kind of a practice exists. It exists because if you start to only take and not to be able to give, you'll never really be able to be part of a real relationship or a real community of any meaning. And that's a sad thing. So be sure that in your relationships, you think about not only what are you getting from others, but what are you giving back? And is it a fair give and take? Think about that a little bit. Be sure to leave your comments on the JCAST Network Facebook page and on the Jewish Connective Twitter feed. One other thing, while we're on the subject of giving back, if you are enjoying this and the other podcasts and blogs that appear on JCAST Network, please know that JCAST Network is a nonprofit. All of us who are writing and producing materials are volunteers who are happy to help in this wonderful venture. And if you're enjoying what you're getting, go to the JCAST Network page and find out how you can contribute, whether it's a little or a lot, to help JCAST continue these wonderful services for the public at no cost. Thanks so much, and go out there and make great things happen. Shalom.